الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وعباد الرحمن الذين يمشون على الارض هونا واذا خاطبهم الجاهلون قالوا سلاما والذين يبيتون لربهم سجدا وقياما صدق الله العظيم most respected brothers and elders mothers and sisters we were discussing qiyamul layl the ibadat of the night and as mentioned that this was a part of the life of all the pious people this was the legacy of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and this was what the sahaba ikram radiyallahu anhum ajma'in took from him and what they passed on to the ummah so this is something to try and aspire for something something to work towards on the one hand if a person feels sleepy and sleeps away and does not engage in sin then this is also very good compared to being awake but committing sin a person completed his five daily salah his faraiz he refrained from disobeying allah taala whatever the obligations of deen were there he is fulfilling that and he is refraining from sin at night he goes to bed he feels sleepy he goes to bed and he wakes up in time to make his fajr salah so he must out performing any night ibadat so this too is still far better than a person who spent a few hours chatting on some haram chat line talking to some non mahram through social media watching some filth and evil or going to some haram place engaging in some other vice and evil so though this person didn't do any ibadat of the night as such in terms of tahajjud etc but this too is a far greater and better situation compared to staying awake but being involved in sin so the baseline the thing that's most important is that we refrain from sin but then together with refraining from sin which is the most essential thing we should be trying to do better in terms of our ibadat and some ibadat of the night regarding the pious people the sahaba ikram who were the first people that were described in this manner allah taala speaks about the muttaqin in the quran sharif that innal muttaqina fi jannati wa uyun آخذين ما آتاهم ربهم إنهم كانوا قبل ذلك محسنين كانوا قليلا من الليل ما يهجعون وبالأسحار هم يستغفرون إذا دعيات من سورة الزاريات الله تعالى describes the muttaqin on the day of kiamat now this too is linked to tahajjud that Allah Taala speaks about the muttaqin and as mentioned that this is the month of taqwa to acquire taqwa to develop taqwa so allah taala describes these muttaqin that on the day of qiyamah 
إِنَّ الْمُتَّقِينَ فِي جَنَّاتِ وَعُيُونَ They will be then entered into the gardens and springs, meaning the gardens of Jannah and the fountains of Jannah. And آخِذِينَ مَا آتَاهُمْ رَبُّهُمْ They will be receiving the bounties that their Rabb has given to them. إِنَّهُمْ كَانُوا قَبْلَ ذَلِكَ مُحْسِنِينَ What is the reason for them now being honored in this way? Why are they receiving all these great bounties? That before this time in dunya, they were righteous. كانوا قليلاً إنهم كانوا قبل ذلك محسنين. They were those who did good actions. They refrained from sin. So the bottom line is refraining from sin. A person who has stayed away from sin, then he is muttaqi. He is already muttaqi, and he already has this very great wealth of taqwa, of consciousness of Allah Ta'ala. So he will inshallah be blessed greatly on the day of Qiyamah and be entered into Jannat with the fazal of Allah Ta'ala. But then Allah Ta'ala says further that these muttaqeen then don't just be content with what they have. They don't just be content with just staying away from sin which is obviously the most important thing. They want to better themselves. They want to strive. They want to get closer to Allah Ta'ala. They want to become truly beloved to Allah Ta'ala. They want to become the special servants of Allah Ta'ala. They want to become VIPs in the court of Allah Ta'ala. They want to have first class seats on the day of Qiyamah. In dunya, we aspire for all these kind of things in dunya. person is traveling somewhere and he sees somebody sitting in business class or first class and he wishes, hey, I wish I was here. Now we see somebody sitting in business class, in first class, and the thought crosses our mind, or we start actually feeling sorry for ourselves, that I got to go sit in the economy class. But did we feel sorry for ourselves? Did we feel left out when we saw somebody really striving in deen, somebody working hard towards getting closer to Allah Ta'ala, somebody waking up in the dead of the night, somebody making efforts for deen and sacrificing for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. Somebody spending his wealth very generously in the path of Allah Ta'ala for the upliftment of the deen of Allah Ta'ala, for helping the servants of Allah Ta'ala. Have we seen all this happening and felt that I wish I could also do the same? I wish I could also be exerting myself in ibadat. I wish I could also be sacrificing in the path of Allah Ta'ala. So this is really the thing to aspire for. The first class of dunya and the business class of dunya, that's in a one hour's time, few hours time, few half a day's time, it's all over. It's just a dream thereafter. But the person who gets the first class seat on the day of Qiyamah, that first class seat will be under the arsh of Allah Ta'ala. And when that has been granted to the person, then there is no going to economy anymore. And there is no going anywhere lower anymore. When a person has been granted a first class seat on the day of Qiyamah, then he's going to keep going first class all the way. Then he will cross the Pulsirat with the speed of lightning. And then he will be given first class in Jannat as well. So Jannat itself is first class. But then there are classes in Jannat as well. And there are, and there are numerous darajat and levels in Jannat. And the distance between each level is between the distance between the heavens and the earth. So now in dunya we are aspiring for that business class, for that first class, 
In dunya we see somebody eating something better, having more luxurious food, our mouth waters for it, and we also wish we also had it. We see somebody driving a better car, we also now are thinking that when can I also get something like this? And then we can't afford it sometimes. We are trying to still do something by borrowing. And Allah forbid sometimes going to borrow on interest and invite the wrath of Allah Ta'ala, the curse of Allah Ta'ala. For what? So that I could also be living it up like somebody else. So when it comes to dunya, we are not content with the bare necessities, with just the basics, with just the essentials. We want so much more. Now presently in this lockdown situation, people are restricted from going to buy luxuries and whatever else they were very, many were very accustomed to. So now it has become like a major challenge for many. Challenge for what? While some people are feeling extremely challenged because they don't have a morsel of food to put into their bellies. And they are actually suffering starvation, poverty, and there are thousands, perhaps millions, millions that are currently in that position in our own country, in many, many parts of the world. So while for some people that's a challenge, and which is indeed a real challenge, for many people the challenge has become that they can't have some of the luxuries that they were accustomed to. They cannot have some of the entertainment that they were having. That has become the challenge. Now, what a world of difference between these two things. Where somebody can't find a morsel of food to put in his belly, which is a reality, and which is a real challenge. And on the other side, somebody is crying over his situation that he can't have some luxury, that he can't have some entertainment. What a world of difference between these two situations. We should be crying over our aspiration for that luxury and entertainment in this kind of situation. Rather, our hearts should be going out to those who have so much lesser, and our hearts should be brimming with shukr that Allah Ta'ala has kept us in so much of afiyat, rather than feeling sorry for ourselves that we missed out on some entertainment, our hearts should be overfilling and brimming over, overfilling to the brim that Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with so much and so much of afiyat and so much of ease that we cannot make enough shukar for this. So, just as we have these aspirations of dunya, we always want to upgrade and update. Allah Ta'ala also loves those who try to update and upgrade in terms of their deen, in terms of getting closer to Allah Ta'ala. So Allah Ta'ala describes these muttaqeen, كَانُوا قَلِيلًا مِنَ اللَّيْلِ مَا يَهْجَعُونَ وَبِالْأَسْحَارِهُمْ يَسْتَغْفِرُونَ that the most important thing was obviously the first thing. إِنَّهُمْ كَانُوا قَبْلَ ذَلِكَ مُحْسِنِينَ That in dunya, they were righteous. They stayed away from sin. That's the bottom line. That is the most important aspect. But then they didn't just stop there. They weren't just content with that one level. That is the most important level. But they weren't content to remain there. They had that zeal to improve, to move forward. And to get closer to Allah Ta'ala. People are all the time trying to get closer to various contacts. And then they bump into somebody and that person happens to be somebody high placed in some government circle or whatever the case might be. And that person exchanged some numbers with him and gave him his business card or whatever the case might be. 
this person who got that contact now is like over the moon and he is now trying to maintain that contact and he's trying to get even closer but that contact at the 11th hour how that contact might just be get, get discontacted and disconnected how often it happens in dunya when the time comes the person says who are you I don't know you whereas if a person gets connected to Allah Ta'ala, gets close to Allah Ta'ala Allah Ta'ala never says it's disconnected now. As long as we keep our side of it connected, we will remain, we will remain connected to Allah Ta'ala. So we, have, so we have to now build this aspiration to get closer to Allah Ta'ala. So the most important thing is that they were righteous in dunya. But together with that Allah Ta'ala says that they would sleep little at night. Now, those who, mashallah, of that caliber, the Sahaba Ikram, the pious predecessors, and even in this time and age, there are some pious people, mashallah, they spend a great amount of their night in ibadat. But weak people like us, even some portion, a little bit, and as repeatedly we are discussing this, that especially in this Mubarak month of Ramadan, how can we allow it to bypass us? And how can we allow this opportunity to just be lost? Such a great opportunity, such a beautiful time, such a precious moment to turn to Allah Ta'ala at the time of Tahajjud. And we are waking up at that time. We are wide awake. We are waking up for Sahri. What a wonderful opportunity to turn to Allah Ta'ala and to connect to Him. And inshallah, who knows, we also get counted among these people who Allah Ta'ala says, Though we are not of that caliber, but number one, we make sure we perform our Isha Salah with Jama'ah, we perform our Fajr Salah with Jama'ah, and inshallah already we got the Ibadat of the night. And then, another, another, another very simple and easy first step, simple and easy first step, which should continue in the month of Ramadan as well, and should be a part and parcel of our life every day of the year. This is the very first step of Tahajjud, which is called Qiyamul Layl actually. And inshallah, this too will include us among those who are awake at night in Ibadat. It will just get us placed in there as well. And that is that after the Isha Salah, after the Sunnahs of Isha, add another two rakats of Nafil with the niyat of Qiyamul Layl. Although the Tahajjudis, after having slept and woken up in the last part of the night, and the real precious moment is that time of the night, the last one-third of the night, when Allah Ta'ala's special mercies descend, and Allah Ta'ala Himself is proclaiming that is there anybody seeking forgiveness, is there anybody seeking rizq, I may grant them the forgiveness, the rizq, anybody seeking relief from a problem, I'll grant them relief, that's that precious time Allah is calling Himself. But nevertheless, after Isha Salah, the person performs two rakats, at least two rakats, with the niyat of Qiyamul Layl, he'll get counted among the people who make the ibadat of the night. How simple, how easy. Now many a times, after the Isha Salah, the men who, mashallah, are regular with going to the masjid also, we go to the masjid, we perform the Isha Salah, then quickly two rakats, sunnah, witr, and we out. Why? Because now it'll take too long. But then we out and we spend... 10, 15, 20 minutes sometimes outside the masjid just talking, just engaging in some uh, idle chatter. Ladies at home, 
in quick time that Isha is just done and but then after that this idle chatter whereas just that two rakats more two rakats would have taken another three minutes four minutes at the most but that two rakats with the niyat of Qiyamul Layl will gain a person that he too will be counted amongst those who are making that tahajjud and those great benefits and bounties that we discussed it is a means of gaining closeness to Allah wa ta'ala. it is a means of forgiveness of sins it is a means of gaining that shield from sins and all these various bounties and ni'mats of tahajjud to some extent we will get it also now how simple this is so in this Mubarak month of Ramadan we do this as well and we make this firm resolve inshallah this will continue every day of our life as long as we are not unable to do it for some reason, we will continue with this every day of our life. So, this should become part and parcel of our routine, of our ma'amul, but then together with that we try to engage in some ibadat of the night. This ibadat of the night was such a great thing in the lives of the Sahaba Ikram. For example, Sayyidina Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala an, he was so concerned about that the whole night ibadat must take place in his house. But now everybody is not of that capacity to stay awake the whole night. So between himself, his wife and his slave, they distributed the night. One third of the night he will stay awake in ibadat. One third of the night his wife will stay awake. One third of the night the slave will stay awake in ibadat. So that entire night somebody is engaged in ibadat in their home. This was their zeal, their aspiration. Our aspiration is that how can this home become a talk of the town and every comfort and luxury of dunfut and luxury of dunya must come into this home. Their concern was how can this home be alive with ibadat. What is the difference between us and them? That we want to fill the dunya into our homes, no harm with the halal ni'mat Allah has blessed us with, but to make that the focus of life. And it never ends. One thing just has come in and then within a day or two that now is already losing, losing interest in it. Something else has to come. And it has to keep getting updated, updated and upgraded. And that home now has become the, the focus of all the dunya has become in there. Whereas the Sahaba day focus was how can this house be alive, this home be alive with deen, with the ibadat of Allah Ta'ala. So they have actually distributed the night so that at least somebody is awake in Ibadat. Now we are not of that caliber, that level. We don't have that capacity. But we have the capacity to do something. So some portion. And especially in this Mubarak month of Ramadan. So Allah Ta'ala says, كَانُوا قَلِيلًا مِّنَ اللَّيْلِ مَا يَهْجَعُونَ وَبِالْأَسْحَارِهُمْ يَسْتَغْفِرُونَ And then further Allah Ta'ala says regarding them, that in the last portion of the night, they turn in sincere istighfar to Allah Ta'ala. They start begging Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness. Now, they just spend the whole night in ibadat. They spend the whole night in tahajjud. And now what are they seeking forgiveness from? When they con- committing some sin? No, even after dedicating their time in ibadat, they still feel we have been very, very negligent. We haven't fulfilled the right that was necessary upon us to do. And... We have been very, very deficient in the ibadat of Allah Ta'ala. So they now turn to Allah Ta'ala in, for, in seeking forgiveness. Ya Allah, forgive our mistakes. Forgive whatever deficiency there has been in this ibadat. Ya Allah, you forgive the shortcomings that we made. This is their heart. 
Not that they feel proud about themselves, that they did something great. Among our kabir, Hazrat Mawlana Hussain Ahmad Madiri and Hazrat Sheikh Al-Hadith Ma'a Zakiriya Sahib mentions about his ma'mul that at night he would wake up in the middle of the night, half the night had passed and then would wake up, which is the time of tahajjud now entering, and he would then perform two rakats of tahajjud first with very short surahs, which was a sunnah pattern, and then two very lengthy rakats. And then eventually he would complete his tahajjud closer to the end of the time, seri time now. But then in the last portion, when there was still, still time left, he would complete it, engage in some dua, and then this ayat of the Quran Sharif, وَبِلْ أَسْحَارِهُمْ يَسْتَغْفِرُونَ These were people who were truly soaked in the ittiba of sunnah, in the fulfilling of the way of Rasulullah and the sahaba kiram. So then he says he would then now sit down, take a tasbih, and he would start making istighfar, and say, أَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهُ الَّذِي لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا هُوَ الْحَيُّ الْقَيُّومُ وَأَتُوبُ but he says the manner in which he would then engage in this and how he would sob while, while, seeking, while seeking this istighfar and begging Allah's forgiveness, he says that was something to see and something to experience. It's not something that can be explained. That at that time, while seeking Allah's forgiveness and making istighfar, the manner in which he would sob in front of Allah and shed tears and really cry and beg Allah's forgiveness. Now, this is the way that we have to try and emulate to some little bit. We can't come even halfway there, we can't come quarter way there, but we can come 2% there, we can come 3% there. Some, some steps we start taking. And as repeatedly, just to try and encourage ourselves, myself first and foremost, that especially in this Mubarak month of Ramadan, we are waking up. We are waking up for Sahri. It just requires a little bit of uh, adjustment, waking up a little bit earlier and engaging in some rakats of tahajjud and then some dua and then some istighfar particular that we too get included among these people. So this too will make us among the ibadur rahman inshallah that together with the other aspects that are necessary obviously that we then to some extent have brought this in our lives and these beautiful qualities that Allah Ta'ala speaks about the Ibadur Rahman, inshallah we too would have acquired some of it. May Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala give us the tawfiq of inculcating these beautiful qualities in our lives. May Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq of becoming those kind of servants of His who qualify to become the Ibadur Rahman. Allah Ta'ala bless one and all. Allah Ta'ala enable us to dedicate this Mubarak month of Ramadan in a most beautiful manner, in a constructive manner without wasting our time in things that are of no benefit to us. One is haram, there is no question about it. Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us from every bit of haram. Especially looking at haram. People are now in this lockdown and don't know what to do. And as a result, the thing that has become the greatest challenge and fitna of the time are the devices. So people are glued to their devices in one way or the other. Some device or the other and getting involved in vices. Now, what a tragedy, what a tragedy that the Mubarak month of Ramadan and then the kind of halat that are surrounding us, which should have been jolting us, which should have been bringing us to feel the pain of deen, that, Ya Allah, the masajid are closed, the marakis of deen are closed, Ya Allah, the madaris are closed, the makatib are closed, 
the work of Dawah has come to a halt. And Ya Allah, all the other efforts of Deen are all at a standstill. And then, in this Mubarak month of Ramadan, that atmosphere that we used to be witnessing, that is, we are missing that. The Haramain Sharifain, what is the position there? That pain should have been jolting us to do so much more. And then the pain of the makhluk of Allah Ta'ala, that what is going on around us in our own backyards, in our own country, elsewhere in the world, the kind of poverty, starvation, hunger, the difficulties people are experiencing, and whatever other situations are, that should also further jolt us. And then the fact that this is such a situation that has never been experienced by anybody who is currently living in their lifetimes, neither their parents or their grandparents experienced anything like this. Allah knows before that. So, such a situation has come up which is was unimaginable and it has yet not shaken us, it has yet not jolted us, it has yet not moved us to start doing something positive, to start making sincere tawbah and then the month of Ramadan and we are still engaging in sin, we are still looking at haram, we are still chatting to nabahrams and getting involved in haram chats, we are still watching videos and what not. This is indeed a very, very great tragedy. And Allah forbid, this is what invites the wrath of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala save us, Allah protect us. So this is a time to really become serious about our deen, about getting closer to Allah Ta'ala. And the most important thing in all this is Toba, sincere Toba. Let us make Toba, let us make Toba tonight, let us make Toba every night. Let us beg Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness and together with making Toba, to take the actions towards establishing the Toba. That we throw out the things of sin, we delete things that are of sinful nature, we block things that are of any inviting us towards sin, we stay away from, we stay away from devices completely. If that device has become a means of tripping us and trapping us into sin, and of grabbing us into haram, then that is a very great enemy of ours. That is a net of shaitan. And if we have excuses for ourselves, but no this and but that, and therefore this and therefore that, then now we are playing games and we are still trying to still be in the court of shaitan, we are still trying to be in the camp of shaitan, but we also want to be on the side of Rahman. How is it going to happen? We don't want to let go the friendship with shaitan, but we are saying we want to be on the side of Ibadur Rahman. How is this going to happen? Let us now break off from the shackles of nafs and shaitan. Let us make sincere tawbah. Let us turn to Allah Taala and beg His help and forgiveness. And inshallah, with the grace of Allah Taala, we'll get relieved from all these difficulties and hardships. And the ummah will get relieved. And inshallah, we'll get close to Allah Taala. May Allah Taala give us the tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. La ilaha illallah. محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا ربي صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جز الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله 
اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لا نحصي ثناء عليك انت كما افنيت على نفسك اللهم لا اله الا هو الحي القيوم وعنت الوجوه للحي القيوم يا احد صمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا احد جزا الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو اهله يا ربي صل وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد صلاه تنجينا بها من جميع الاهوال والافات وتقضي لنا بها جميع الحاجات وتطهرنا بها من جميع السيئات وترفعنا بها عندك اعلى الدرجات وتبلغنا بها اقصى الغايات من جميع الخيرات في الحياه وبعد الممات انك على كل شيء قدير ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا ظلمنا انفسنا ظلمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين اله العالمين يا الله most merciful most gracious most kind most loving allah اله العالمين يا الله فوقيف يا الله 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 Allah will alleviate there is nothing hidden from you ya Allah ya Allah you have all the things you have done ya Allah Allah will alleviate Allah we making toba from the sins of the day Allah from the sins of the night ya Allah what we did deliberately what we did mistakenly ya Allah Allah will alleviate forgive us ya Allah forgive us ya Allah ya Allah forgive us ya Allah Allah will alleviate Allah your forgiveness is for sinners ya Allah Allah will alleviate Allah we have only your door to knock at ya Allah Allah will alleviate we have no other door to turn to ya Allah Allah will allow me to feel rejected from this door we will go ya Allah Allah will allow me Allah accept us ya Allah open your door for us ya Allah Allah will allow me we don't deserve anything ya Allah we acknowledge we don't deserve anything ya Allah Allah will allow me we have been so ungrateful ya Allah we have been so disloyal ya Allah Allah will allow me all your nemes and bounties we used to break your commands ya Allah Allah will allow me let you I Allah most brave ya Allah your most rahim ya Allah your ghaffar ya Allah your sattar ya Allah يا حنان يا حنان يا ذا الجلال والاكرام اكرام اكرام يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث اصلح لنا شاننا كله اصلح لنا شاننا كله اصلح لنا شاننا كله ولا تكلنا الى انفسنا طرفه عين ولا تنزع منا صالح ما اعطيتنا ولا تنزع منا صالح ما اعطيتنا ولا تنزع منا صالح ما اعطيتنا اللهم ات نفوسنا تقواها اللهم ات نفوسنا تقواها اللهم ات نفوسنا تقواها وزكها انت خير من زكاها انت وليها ومولاها الا بلسس وذا جريت ولا تفتقوا يا الله الا يو جرانتد اس ذس مانث اوف رمضان تو اكواير تقوى يا الله الا يو جيف اس ذا توفيق اوف ذوز اعمال ذات ويل هيلب اس تو اكواير ذا تقوى يا الله يو جيف اس ذا توفيق اوف ستينغ اوي فروم ايفري ثينغ ذات ويل بيكم ا بروبلم ان اكوايرينغ تقوى يا الله اله العالمين بلسس وذ ذس تريمندس ويلث اوف تقوى يا الله بلسس وذ يور نسبه الاحسان يا الله اله العالمين بلسس وذ ذس نسبه اوف ذا اولياء الصديقين يا الله اله العالمين ليك اس يور تو اند لويل سيرفنتس يا الله Allahu alamin enable us to appreciate this mubarak month of Ramadan ya Allah enable us to appreciate every moment ya Allah save us from wasting any time in this mubarak month ya Allah save us from every haram ya Allah save us from every sin ya Allah especially the sins of the tongue ya Allah the sins of the eyes ya Allah the sins of the ears ya Allah the sins of the heart ya Allah you protect us and save us ya Allah 
Remove the love of dunya from our hearts, Ya Allah. Remove the love of the ego, Ya Allah. Remove the pride, the arrogance, the malice, the jealousy, Ya Allah. Ya Allah remove the love of dunya, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the aspirations of akhirat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, fill in our hearts the aspiration of jannat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill in our hearts the aspiration of seeing you in jannat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant us tawfiq to do all that pleases you, Ya Allah. Save us from everything that displeases you, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all the efforts that are taking place, Ya Allah, you accept it, Ya Allah. Throughout the world, whatever efforts of deen are taking place, accept it, Ya Allah. Make it a means of hidayat for one and all, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, remove the pain and hardship and suffering of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Remove the poverty of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Remove the suffering, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, remove the oppression from the Ummah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant hidayat to one and all, Ya Allah. Grant hidayat to the oppressors also, Ya Allah. Grant hidayat to those who are causing pain and hardship, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, if hidayat is not decreed to them, Ilahul Alameen, wipe them out from the face of this earth, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you guide us, Ya Allah. You protect us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you guide our children, Ya Allah. You guide our generations to come, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, you guide our families, Ya Allah. You guide the entire ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, do not deprive any one of us, Ya Allah. Do not deprive any one of us, Ya Allah. Do not deprive any of us, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, you blow the winds of hidayat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, all the good that Rasulullah sallallahu begged for, Ya Allah, we also begging for all that good. Whatever he sought refuge from, Ya Allah, grant us refuge as well, Ya Allah. Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa na'udhu bika min shari ma sta'adhaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam anta al-musta'an wa alayka al-balaag ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه معين والحمد لله